Hello and welcome to the 55-1 Podcast. My name is Wes Berdine. It is a Wes and Rodrigo show. Uh, Rodrigo, you're here with me. How are you, man? I am, I'm good. How about yourself? I am burnt. It's uh, spring break for the kids. Yes, it is. Sample and, kids are off, so um, yeah. And like, uh, I, I so I'm, I'm mostly off this week uh, just with the kids, especially these first two days. So today I went to the Children's Museum with the kids, and I... Children's Museum, you've been, right? Yes, since they renovated it. Yes, uh, my favorite thing it's, is a is a what the th- is it two floors or three floor slide? Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like well, it's three floors, but it, it is like four stories of climbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, doing that with one parent and two kids is like just like well, fuck it. Oh, it was just, just you and the yeah, twins? just me. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, okay. And so like I was, I just told them both, if you don't know where I am. Come to the bottom and stand right here. But it was, oh man. I mean, the Children's Museum is just so much, so many kids, so much energy, and I'm just like dead. And there's a Wildcats museum, uh, exhibit there. And uh, what, what, did, what, did, what did they think about the Wildcats exhibit? Well, they, that's why we went. I mean, that's they, the only reason Emil, you went. Yeah. You didn't told, go outside Emil, to, their, to, their, to their rooftop? I don't thing? think it's open yet. It's not open yet? I don't think so. I didn't see it yet. But um, so anyway, Emil told everyone he saw Wildcraft is my favorite show. And it is. Uh, I like Emil. Wildcraft is one of my favorite yeah. shows. And too. so, but it was just like, the Wildcraft exhibit is kind of just okay. I'm going to say it's actually not that good. But my kids went back to it twice. And, and like, uh, it, it was a fun day, but I like got to the end. Lydia got home. We did dinner. And I just like, I was like, I gotta disappear. I just went to the bar because I like because you know I. Let's I, just hope Lydia doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, oh, right? she, she definitely doesn't. No, but and, and like and I and someone actually someone uh, on Twitter tweeted that oh you're a great dad and it's like no I'm just like a mediocre dad like I find this stuff like Lydia has to cover for me on weekends because I'm always working and like I and so but for me it's just like so much energy yeah no and, it, it is. and I totally respect. Everyone who does this all the time, my, I like, and I did before, way before this, like my like daycare teachers, they're the shit, right? Like anyone who does this craziness and more than just two kids, it's, it's wild. It takes so much of your energy and, and, uh, I, I just, and thankfully like going out to a museum, I'm able to like shut off part of like the problem with when I stay home with the kids, especially in the winter and we can't go places or stuff like that. I'm always thinking about things. I could be do you know just like really hard to just like just you can't hang focus out with my hang kids, out with your right? kids like right really shut off so I was able to do that but then like when I got home I was like I got to go to the bar and just like have a beer and then just respond to emails you know just do stuff and and so yeah I'm I'm just super wild yeah no I mean just between but, me and you I'm and, I'm and the, the best dad on here yeah, I'm the best dad here yeah. you're right. you are you yeah, are you're yeah. a way better dad well, anyway regardless <laughs> I'm happy to be here I'm happy to do this. Uh, it's really fun actually doing it. I was very happy to be like, all right, I can take off from the other job. I can get someone to cover at the bar with me. Uh, and like, no, I, I mean, I, 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 I love spending time with the kids. I really do. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. Even if it means just driving them to place A to practice or watching them watch them play, I just, I get an enjoyment out of that. But this Friday, it's going to be like 60 degrees. Yeah. She go to Como Zoo. Um, 
Yeah, well, tomorrow I'm going to Minnesota Zoo with them. If you go to the Minnesota Zoo, seriously, if you're going to pay for like three or four of you, you might as well just get a membership. Well, we do. Yeah, we go. We seriously, people were like, oh, you should go to the zoo. I'm like, dudes, we go to the zoo every other weekend. Oh, do you no really? joke. Wow. Like, we have a family pass, like not not quite that, but some there are some months where we go every week because it's just like, unlike the Children's Museum, I love animals and like all of us, they, the kids love animals. I can drink a coffee and we can walk around and we can talk about the animals and it's way more my energy level, right? Right. Even so if they, chill, even if yeah. it's like chasing them around and doing fun stuff, like it's just not like at Children's Museum, you're trying to get your kids to like because they're all like interacting with other kids that they don't know. It's like it's like and some control of those ki- chaos, but yeah. in like a small space. And some of those kids suck. Like there was one kid that was like <laughs> would not let Iris do the post office thing. And I was like, hey, you know, you should just take a turn. And he was like, they can go, every, uh, you know, somewhere else. And I was like, oh, man, you suck, kid. And I'm trying to get my kids not to suck, right? Because <laughs> every kid sucks at some level. Let's, some kids suck more. Right, right, right. Anyway. Let's just remind everyone again, this is the 55. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about soccer. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you asked, and it's, like, crazy. I'm just, like, I'm, I'm literally, like, building up my energy now. Anyway. On this podcast, we're going to talk about Minnesota United versus New England Revolution. We've got lots of great Twitter questions, but I, I want to throw to you because this weekend also, I was like just crazy busy at the bar the whole weekend and just doing stuff. And so I didn't get to catch a lot of stuff other than I'll start my what I want to talk about. Oh, go for it. LAFC, Carlos Vela. I've said many times, Carlos Vela is one of my favorite players pains me that he plays for Mexico, although he's on the outs at Mexico, so maybe that's why I like him. But um, he is absolutely amazing. Um, And he scored a hat trick against San Jose. San Jose looked as abysmal as we knew they were. And uh, did you see the one goal where the goalkeeper like came to kick it and then just like it just went by? Yeah, it was one of those, one of those, yeah, like you could totally tell that San Jose is not playing to, to what their potential may be. But I just don't understand this whole man marking thing. Is you know where Matias Almeida would have been good in Atlanta, like a place where he has the talent to do that, to do what he wants to do. Yeah, San Jose is not the place to do that. Atlanta, um, uh, yeah, he could he could have probably gone to eight clubs in MLS and one MLS Cup, or at least been very great. You know. But he's not in the right place. In fact, he's in probably one of the worst. Like, send him to Colorado and he would have been worse, maybe. But he's in one of the worst places for it. And so, yeah, but just garbage. But what what did you see this weekend? That, that um, I watched the um, LA Galaxy in the Portland game. Okay. Uh, Galaxy won 2-1, right? Yeah. Okay. And both of them were... were, were um, via, well, one of them would be a penalty. And so, like, Zlatan... I think the first one, you know, the second one was, was was all right. The first one was just one of those things that I, I, I don't understand. It's like he's a big body. Someone's going to try to push him off the ball, and it just happened to be in the box. Was there contact in the box? Yes. Was, so but, technically, yes, because it, it should be called a PK. But I just it was one of those just someone being physical with another one and just got pushed out the ball. And you can totally tell that he's, he's, uh, he's, he's looking, looking for, for contact. Yeah. The second one. Was mostly, I think, what what was the right call for a PK? It's just that, um, I don't know. Um, Zlatan was looking for the contact. He was going for the ball. He touched the ball right as the goalie was going out. The issue would have been is the goalie went out, 
and he he didn't he didn't even extend his arms to go for the ball. So he just kind of curled up like like in some sort of position, and then just hit him right. Yeah. So if he would have been reaching for that ball, I think there would have been more of a uh, of a let's let's look at, let's look at it some more and see if it's actually there's an attempt to go for the ball, but there wasn't. So, yeah. but there is that beautiful, exquisite, yeah. sexy. Portland I think 16 16-pass combination, oh, Portland pass between it's gorgeous. Uh, Chara, Guzman, and then uh, Obobasi finished Obobasi it. Yeah, finishing yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, it was okay. one of those. It was one of those that was just you know made me wonder: Do we rather have our defense or the Galaxy's defense yeah, yeah. at that point? So that 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 was a toss-up. I also watched. Uh, um, the uh, Liver, uh, no, the Liverpool, Liverpool Spurs Spurs game, and yeah. that was interesting. I had I had to help someone move, so I completely missed it. Look but at you being an adult about that. Well, yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, well, being a nice person, I guess. But <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Liverpool won. I'm like, uh, I've lost hope the, these days with Spurs. But um, what what do you have to say about that game? Anything? I think. It was, it was it was a good game. There's a controversy on a restart. Um, technically, in a restart, the ball is supposed to not move when uh, before you before you play it. And yeah. then uh, Harry Kane got fouled and um, put the ball down. And in my eyes, the ball was moving before he and when he hit the ball. So technically, yeah. I should have it. But in the end, if you believe in karma, yeah. um, you know Spurs. Uh, Spurs lost on our on our own goal, so off, off a corner. So, uh, but it was overall uh, perfect karma. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it was it was a good game. I I did a lot of coaching, and we're we're moving outside. I have a I have a yeah, finally. So we're, yeah, really next week we're good. moving outside. So that's nice to to figure it out. And the other thing is we 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 had our, our tour of the stadium, so that was extra fun. Oh, the 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 Blackhawks got a tour of the of Alex? no no we haven't. We wish we wish Wait, we, we have who? the Minneapolis City thing happening uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks where it. Uh, the club is uh, is like having a club night at with one of the Minneapolis City games, I think, coming up soon. So Blackhawks is having a, a club night at Minneapolis. Yeah, City. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, uh, in terms of the 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 soccer stuff, I will say, you know, we're going to really make a push next EPL season at the bar for like get people out in the mornings and stuff like that, kicking it off. Like we only February finally started opening up uh, at nine a.m. for games, yeah. but. I bartend every Saturday morning. I open it up usually at eight thirty because there's a eight thirty like Bundesliga game. Yep, and no one comes for that, so I'm like finishing mopping. But uh, but like uh, uh, I you know if like usually it's like me and like sometimes it's like a bunch of people, but like usually it's me and like two people. So if you want to watch a game, I literally will put on any effing game. I can get anything. So just come on a Saturday morning. Sunday morning, David Baker, uh, who's a, a Liverpool fan, he he's there. But like, I'm there at, at eight thirty every morning on, on a sat- Saturday. So like, come keep me company, and uh, you know that that will that will make my day. But um, anything else you want to do before we uh, kick to the show? Um, great. Chile looks like trash. Yeah. Okay. Great. Perfect. Uh, uh, how did wait? How did Peru do in the uh, in the international break? It was all just like friendlies, right? Yeah, it's all friendlies, yeah. and we lost to El Salvador. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but it was. Uh, but um, they played all the players that were in the bubble, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those where like we were creating opportunities, but we were just and, and then it was one of the 
won a, a really good counter by El Salvador, and then um, we were just able to. They were able to score. No, a, a really great goal. I mean, I mean that's what what that's what it is about friendlies. You're trying to you're trying to put your players out there to where we will put you in certain positions to be able to to see what they have and who's on that short list and who's not on the short list. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, props props to El Salvador. I think they really played a decent game. I mean, a couple a couple of Copa Americas ago, a couple even World Cups ago, people were were loving to play Venezuela, and now yeah. they're not, right? Because Argentina lost to Venezuela in a friendly. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have uh, we had a, the great Venezuela, like a, a family, like a mom and dad and a, a son, like a like a thirty old son, show up to watch that game. Really. Yeah, yeah, because awesome. they're Venezuelan family. Yeah, and they were like very happy, and because uh, I, I tried to set up on one TV because it's B in, so it's all mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, and it was not working. I was like, let's move you over here. That's great. And then I, I like saw them at the end, and I was like, how'd it go? They were just very happy. So it was great. I yeah, love. No, I mean, you got that, you got so. Rondon, and then you yeah. got Atlanta United favorite boy. So I mean, that's a whole different, that's a whole different different team that it was, you know, four six years ago. So you know. So I'm I'm hoping that you know that's what happens. We're looking forward to a Gold Cup and Copa America. See what's yeah. happening. So let's let's cut to a break. But I want to we the sponsorship ended for Pence Homes, but they've extended this uh, to one more week, and uh, I'm very happy anytime someone wants to sponsor us and help us buy equipment and stuff like that. Um, so I wanted to say until this weekend, you can still call Pence Homes, do the really quick survey. It is super easy and like the prize package you can win are really great seats to the home opener a lift credit you know a gift card to the to the bar etc the phone number is 612-308-1122 just call them do that and it's great and i i like i do think that like i always want to even beyond when people give me money um support like these are people in our community like if you're gonna go to a real estate agent maybe if your buddy's a real estate agent go to them whatever but like but if they're not, like, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, like, and same thing with, like, you know, whenever, like, my friends in the dark clouds are, like, looking for a job, I'm like, oh, you should email these three people, blah, blah, blah. Like, just, uh, like, soccer is a great world where you can, like, meet these cool people and use it for that. Use use it to, like, you know, support people who, you know, they own a coffee shop, go to their coffee shop. Right. Go I to- mean, and if you are a season ticket holder or you already have tickets, still call. I mean, you yeah. get to win a ticket, you can give them to somebody else who may need yeah, them. Yeah, get great tickets for the home opener. Yeah. And then, like, or, and sell your others, whatever. Give them to your buddies, whatever. Or what, you know, just, or, or yeah. donate them to, to a good cause. I yeah. mean, it, it, they're still taking, uh, I believe it's until, like, this week, right? Yeah, it's to the 5th. To uh, the 5th. So, yeah, so, so just give that number a call. 308 one one two two. Let's take a break. We'll come back, and it's Minnesota United time. Back on the Fifty Five One podcast, uh, Eric Silver Brenneman couldn't be with us tonight. Well, we know Alex had trivia night. Whatever. You but, better um, win, but Alex. Eric, Eric uh, his his missus was uh, working late tonight, so he had to you know be at home with his kids and. He just texted us saying he's on the train over here, so he will literally get here for the last Twitter question. And we we're we'll like, save the last one for you. We're gonna Eric. be out of beer by then, so that's uh, okay. Hopefully, you'll be okay with that. Um, but let's Minnesota United at New England Revolution, two to one loss. Um, I'm gonna just tell you this: I'm now in this new stage of my life where, because of the bar, I'm at the bar. 
it's been great. The crowds have been super cool. And again, I can't say thank you enough to people who are like there and they're kind of patient. Now we're figuring out how to deal with the food because everyone wants food and we're like set up as a dive bar. Anyway, but it's been super cool. And, but I spend most of the game being like nervously just moving around, right? Like trying to make things work, but like not get not getting in my like staff's way. And so then I like catch some stuff and I have to rewatch the game the next day. I wonder like late in the season, if we lose, if I'm <laughs> going to watch <laughs> even this game, it was like, do I want to go back? Do I want to do this for real? I, I, you know how uh, Jeff does his uh, eight word reaction, right? Yeah. Mine was, should I really watch the replay of this game? <laughs> and people were yeah. like, nope, don't yeah, even bother. Yeah. And I was I, like, okay. You know what? I, I will say. This game was worth rewatching because, and what's funny about it, because I am now removed from the immediate pain of it, right? Like when you watch your team give up a goal, you're fuck, freaking mad, right? Like, but when you watch it the next day, it has way less impact on you, and you have a little bit more like uh, space between you and the kind of frustration or whatever. So I feel like my reaction to this game was way different than people who were in the bar or people I interacted with on on social media and but stuff. But the, the thing is that when you watch it at a bar and your team loses, and the majority of the people are there rooting for your team, it just makes it more palatable to be able it to does, swallow. It does, especially so. for me. And and the, the, the whole thing is like create an atmosphere where there's no such thing as an away game, right? Like people are there and they're cheering for their team. And yeah, it's frustrating, but like... You you're at least there with your comrades or whatever. Yeah, I was um, I was on my way to Rochester listening to AM fifty hundred. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the best. Uh, so, so let let's talk about this. Ten minutes in, Carlos Heel, uh, he has the ball for probably five seconds and he's facing off with uh, Ozzy Alonso, and he puts the ball in then with his left. Ethan Finley during that five seconds is twenty yards away from anyone. In the box are three New England attackers, including their fullback, right? Um, and so you have, obviously, uh, Ike is pulled to one, Metnir is pulled to the other, and then the Jaleel Anibaba is on the back, uh, not the back post, but like eventually gets to the back post. Yeah, making a run towards that second post. And yeah. Finley eventually picks up on that idea. And I, I sent this to you because I want to be like, it's really... Assigning blame is always tough because you're like, is this right? Like he, sh Finley should have been back there, defending. Right? Am I crazy? I I, I think there's uh there's there's a couple things happening in this scenario. The the, the thing is from the get go, there is uh, a lack of extremely communication between our defense, and I think what I, what I've seen from these last last four games has just been that we don't have an issue. Uh, creating opportunities to score. Uh, we have an issue finishing, uh, but we also have an issue communicating in our, in our, in our back four. I mean, I, I, I don't know who, who the leader is back there, to tell yeah. you, to be honest. I mean, there's no communication. There's no communication only with the back four, but also with the goalie. So it's it's but, like, but, they're still trying to, but, yeah. in that, but in that play... But, but Metnir should have been aware that, the, that he's not being helped. Right, so exactly, Metnir, right? So maybe there's, there's a, a communication. communication Metnir... Yeah. When but he when he saw the ball should, going far post, yeah. 
his he knew that the man that he was covering was not should have known that that man should not have been. So he turned around, failing to realize that that's where the ball was going. Of course, too late because that's not yeah. his position to play in. Usually, you want. Uh, and I think Ozzy was on the other but, side. But your, right? your your wingers should be back, tucking back to protect against the fullback, right? Yes, like, yes, yes. I agree on that aspect of it. But at the same time, this is the first time that he's been able to yeah. play fully. So, right, right. so it's it's the speed of the the game. Yeah. It's just the the speed of the game that he yeah. needs to be able to catch up on. And and like Finley was one of the at least at least good good moments in that. But that whole backline just was yeah. having a lot of issues. And we can go. We can dive in there and dive dive more uh into what my thoughts are on what's going on back there but i just i just didn't understand really what what um what was said to Calvo when he came out well we'll talk about that but like we we knew last year one of the main problems and this is why Tison was was uh, a problem but we knew that one of the problems always was the back post right the 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 a cross going into the back post and the fullback not tracking back i don't see maybe metonier should have been able to communicate better to his winger that he needs coverage or whatever. There's a communication problem. But Metnir had a guy in front of him. That should be his response. And that guy would have been wide open had Metnir not pushed against him, right? And so that's frustrating. But again, it's in the te- first 10 minutes, giving up a dumb goal of bad defense, right? Right. And then also Vito had a, got a hand on it and wasn't able to get a second hand out of the bounce. So, like, there, there, that, that could have been better. That could have been better. They're, 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 like I said, there's there's a lack of communication but, and awareness of people where people are on the field. But if Vito would be, had pulled that off, it would have been a fantastic save. And you would have been like, damn, that's great. And, like, you don't, you know, back to the when Bobby Shuttleworth thing the last two years where, like, Bobby should not have you know, had needed to, like, we would have given up so many more goals if Bobby hadn't pulled out crazy saves, right? You don't want to be, you need a better defense than to be relying on, is he going to pull off a crazy Right. And then uh, we technically supposedly got an upgrade on defense this year, so. But I think we did. I think Ozzy could have done more to put pressure on that, right? I think he was like, still, and Carlos Heel is younger and faster, and uh, he was able to get a good cross away, but um, uh, in the 25th minute, there's a handball. It seemed maybe actually harsh to me on New England, but Darwin uh, puts, PK saves us for Darwin for first yeah. half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he said three PKs, and we've had four games, and they've been the first goal in every every game, right? And the thing too is that right after that first goal, we were attacking the ball, and we put in pressure. There's that ball where Miguel Ibarra had it right in the middle, and then he chipped yes. it to Darwin, oh. and Darwin that, beautifully that chested it down, and he was about to hit it, and then just yeah, he someone got, just got to get it in the way. That, so like that we've had chip, lots of that those. chip from Miguel was amazing. Yeah, he had another great late in the game, fantastic. Perfect cross to uh, Abu, who put it put it uh, high. Yeah, he put it high, or or Cody saved it. Cody Cropper saved it. Um, I I thought. Well, I'll, I'll I'll finish this then. In 29th minute, um, Calvo's header was saved because it was a that was a, a corner. Calvo had a really great header. Uh, Cody Cropper post, made yeah. a great save to hit the post. Just go didn't go in. I thought Minnesota was actually good in the first half. And and, and this is where I, I think like people were really down on this team about this is shit. Again, New England are a shitty team. And 
we should talk about Adrian Heath dunking on the world after the San Jose win and saying like, we've always been good. Nine times out of ten, the better team will win. We were the bet. We have way better squad. <laughs> this must have been a tenth team. time then, right? We have a way better squad than that team, right? We should have won. It's an away game in MLS, so whatever. But like, we should have won that game. Looking at the the squad sheets, um, I, I I will say we were better in that first half, and I I that's why I was like not as depressed as I think a lot of other fans. And I don't know. You watched it again secondhand. We should have had someone on the pod who like watched. Alex would have been good because he's he's way more cynical. No, Actually, but we're I, all I just, equally cynical. I just think but that, like, that first half for me, it was we were able when we got to the attacking third, we were able to create. Finley had a good pace on the ball. Um, uh, Miguel and 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 Darwin were making connection plays and trying to play quickly. Uh, th- yeah. Mr. Uh, Angelo was holding up the ball, which was which was something that people may or may not like. But he was holding the ball and trying to quickly distribute. There were times where he passed it to Darwin, so there there were opportunities being created. I just don't like to me that first half. I I didn't see Gregus. Yeah, he kind of disappeared. I didn't know what he was like, and I felt that that created his absence. Or I don't know that created an easy easy path because there were there were lobbing yeah. balls over our midfield. Yeah, right off the bat, and then brothers, like, let's just get it on top, and then try to see if we can get through through our defense. Let me get through our last goal, and then I want to I want to make some a few observations like that. Um, Go for it. Uh, second half, sixty second minute, Brandon By. Former Min- Minneapolis City player. I didn't know. I, uh, I wanted to. I cheered, and I also went ah at the same time. A fullback who is played as a winger, and I do not want to do disservice to Brandon By, but Brandon By should in no world be better than Francisco Calvo, who played at the fucking World Cup. Like that. Like I don't want to insult Brandon By, but like he's not as good, quote unquote, as a player as Francisco Calvo. He makes a run, and Calvo. I'm gonna. I'm, I gotta go Zen here. I gotta go. <laughs> hold on. Calvo completely lets him by. It is shocking defending that Calvo let that in, and just and and Boxall too could have made a better run, but but it was really on Calvo to make through. It was whoever's going for that second second post, and it was it was embarrassing defending. That is your captain, and I know like on this podcast i just like basically stopped topic talking about calvo or any criticism for a long time because i'm so like still amazed that the dude like came after me or whatever but like that is terrifyingly bad defending and 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 that's your fucking captain yes but at the same time it's not something we have not seen before no it's, it's something we've seen many times exactly from the fullbacks now we see it from our captain it, right, it, it, so we, it's moved from fullback. We moved from center back to fullback, and then at the 80th minute, but our he center was, backs have never been. Oh, he is. He, he is, was sorry. yes, and then he's playing now. He's playing fullback, and at the 80th minute, when we did the formation change to what a three four three, he was playing. He was playing in the midfield. Yeah. So uh, if you made any obs- if you say any observations of how Calvo was playing, Metanier was more. Um, Shall we say he stayed more on his side of the field, right? Yeah. He was able to go up and try and come back and try back and try back. But Calvo, there was points where Calvo was playing up, 
and yeah. staying up and go more into the midfield. And then that made Ozzy drop back more, which I understand is, is how that's supposed to work. And it wasn't work. just Ozzy, but... But, but but he was just everywhere. He was, And that's what I was talking earlier. It's like, what was his assignment at the beginning of the game? What was he told? Was he told, go ahead and be free and yeah. rotate wherever you want you because you want to create your offense? Yeah. If that's the role that they want him to play, then stick him in the, then stick yeah. him in the midfield. And then yeah. give someone else the opportunity who's more defensive-minded to yeah. stay on that left side, right? Yeah. We have an Eric Miller. We have we have uh, young prospects that are, uh, that are playing. Yeah, Chase for, Gasper was injured for yeah. this, but but, but like, they're, they're, give them the opportunity if that's specifically what you want them to do. But at this point, I honestly don't know what Cavill's role is on this team. So one thing I did is I basically pulled up the 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 um, Opta maps uh, for San Jose in this game. So it was basically us versus the worst team in the world, and versus a team that's not very good, but they obviously beat us. And, like, I made a few observations. So, for the one, like, basically, Ozzy Alonso's passing map is basically the same. Um, uh, and same with his defensive map. Basically the same. Gregush is more spread out in uh, New England Revolution he, uh, against them. San Jose, he was far more central, whatever. So, he's more all over the pitch. Um, Ibarra had 10 defensive actions Half of them were in our own final third, basically our own final third, right? So like back covering for right, Calvo. Right, covering for someone with yeah, Calvo, right? For Calvo, on the left, right. Um, Quintero's pass map is basically pretty similar. Um, he's a bit more central against New England Revolution, which is actually, I think, what we'd like to see. But Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I agree. Angelo uh, attempted one pass in the final third. All of his passes were basic, and he didn't complete that pass. No, I didn't think so. Um, All his passes were like either in a, he, in a, in a one, in an attacking third, in no, our half, in our half, yeah, right, like, in our half, yeah. And uh, um, our, you can see that our center backs were pegged back further in defense, which is fine, right? Like uh, that happens, right? A, a, a team will be able to peg us back. We're away from home, um, but New England's attack was heavily, heavily skewed toward our left flank, their right flank. It, that tells me a, a few different things, right? Right. One, at least from just the kind of data points, right? It's not Ozzy's fault there. Ozzy, I think, could have done more with heel, right? Like those don't cover the the nuances all the time. Um, but it tells me that like teams, and we saw this against LA Galaxy, they attacked our left flank. That teams know that this is going to happen, right? That Calvo is going to go up. And the idea this year is like, okay, he's going to go up, but we're still going to be able to cover. We weren't able to cover. No, like and, we were and, flat. And 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 like looking at it, um, you know, it's it's no shame to be pegged back and to have to play on the counter and try to do these things against uh, in a way t- uh, when you're away, right? Like, um, but the second half was that was where I understood the the. Um, big negativity, right? Like Heath out came back a lot this 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 week. Heath out was ringing um, out on the bar? Not at the bar, but like I saw it a lot. And like I'm I again like last year it took me a while to to get on that train. I'm still going to just like be zen a bit for a while. But I you know, I get the negativity there where it's like that second half was was dire. And first half was decent. Maybe we actually should have been up 
two or, or uh, yeah, we had a couple. Two, we, we created opportunities. The, the, the thing with me is just that it it seems to me that there's either either this either our defense is not gelling yet or understanding how to communicate with each other or know where they're supposed to be because a lot of these mistakes have not only they're not new like we've we've had the same mistakes but with different personnel right and we thought with with the new personnel we upgraded we should be able to to do that now i agree that our center backs are are stronger right but i i also believe that that there's there needs to be someone out of that back four needs to come out and step out and, and, and start bossing people around in that line because if not, it, it's just it's just no one's gonna know where they need to go. Well, and and one of my worries is that you know last year we saw this as well. I, both both years we we saw this previously. The team figured did a change. It worked for a couple of weeks. Everyone else adjusted. Oh, we're shit again. We go back to the original plan, right? Like that happened last year when we went to the the three man back line. Yeah, right? three five two. Yep. Um, and this year we came out strong against two crappy teams. And uh, and we can were a bit lucky against Vancouver. Uh, we were not lucky against San Jose because they were abysmal. Right, and then um, the Galaxy, we 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 just Galaxy, we were all we right. We were against, okay with right? that, right? Like, right? We were okay, right? This game, I'm still like not in the dold- not in the the dumps about this, um, but like we are easy to suss out, and that's where you go to is the coaching the problem. And I same. It's like my my same thing where um, we'll talk about Angelo in a little bit, but like Calvo, Angelo, the, and Heath are like three like touch points that I'm always like trying to f- be super positive about because I know that like well Calvo hates me and so I want to like find positivity and I don't want to dwell on that. Heath hates me. I want to do that as well. Uh, Angelo, I, I think, actually has no idea that I exist, which is a great which thing. Which is great, right? Um, no. But, like, but I, so I want to find, pos- and I'm like, again, I'm trying to be mega, super positive Wes this year. <clears throat> but these are worrying points. I'm, I'm still not panicking. Uh, uh, no, I'm I, I don't panicking, think it's, it's a moment just to panic. I think at the beginning, in the preseason, we were, when we were looking at this section of the first five games away, we polled each other and we're like, how many points do you think you want to get? There's between six and, you know... I think uh, we all said seven on this podcast. No, right? no, no. I said oh. three. Okay, all right. Everyone else said seven. Yeah, and that's why I'm out on Bruce's thing because I said three points. But I knew that, um, that uh, you know, that we, we, we can put a good show, but... Whenever we face, you know, teams that we can beat, I always think that this is this is the and 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 the and, and the New England Revolution where where had been struggling, had uh had a couple of meetings to determine what they're gonna do, and it also and, and and this is credit to 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 them, but also credit to uh Brandon By Brandon By wanted that ball more than Cowboy mm-hmm. did. He hustled for that ball. Yeah. It was a hustle goal, and he celebrated he like he should. He ran at a normal he human ran. being pace. Yeah, no, he ran <laughs> faster than that. Uh, but uh, but I but I thought yeah. you know they 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 they, they played with urgency, and then yeah. I thought our um, at least that's, that's because Brad Friedel threatened them with being beaten up after the game. Well, yeah, <laughs> if you looked at Brad Friedel, you would be afraid too, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I would. That that uh, that steely bald head. Yeah, that's just yeah. one of those things that I, I just don't do well with bald headed men yelling at me. So that's that's why I keep you in line. That's on this right. Podcast. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, 
So so no I, so so am I am I concerned? Yes, I'm concerned because these are things that we've seen that technically with the upgrade of staff and personnel that we were supposed to be able to address. I think we're still addressing it. I just don't know how they are going to fix this if uh, certain people are not held accountable for their actions. So let me let me ask you this: What were the what were the bright spots in terms of the players that that you saw? I th- I think I, I think. Um, I li- I really like how Finley played, and then people might disagree with me, and that's fine. But his pace, his pace in the game was great. There was times where he was dribbling and going around people, and there were very little times that he was close to getting shots on goal that just barely. That guy needs a goal so bad. Yeah, and I, and I, and after that, Miguel's creativity in a sense was 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 good. I think Darwin was doing good as well too. I think uh, Dunlady was was a good surge of energy. We were creating opportunities. We just couldn't get the damn ball in. Yeah, and and that's something that we've we've done before. But at the same time, it's it's like I said before, our uh, our offense has not always been my concern. Yeah, and and that's the one good positive thing that we still have that because when we lost Molino, when we lost Finley, and we got Darwin, we're like oh, we, we we didn't have any offense. Yeah. Darwin came in, it was another it's another search. And now that we have all these, seeing how they all trying to play with each other yeah. is really interesting. Angelo. Uh, it's 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 a whole different conversation. Like I don't I don't see, and 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 all the goals that he scored, at least in my mind, they've all been what I consider like garbage time goals, right? Yeah. It's like it's right in front of the goal, you just gotta tap it in. But hey, he's scoring them. Yeah, so. you want? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we have we have like thirty questions about Angelo, uh, um, so we'll get to that in the last part. But um, we we didn't mention that Schuler and Romario were uh, late scratches for this game. Um, uh, Having them as options in this game would have helped quite a bit because we brought in Brian uh, Brent Coleman. Sorry, um, bringing in Brian would have would have gotten us some good hard tackles. But um, Brent Coleman came in, Abu Dinladi came in. Uh, did we make a third sub? Oh, I should have brought this up. Uh, anyway, um, but Brent, like the main thing was Abu Dinladi came in that gave us a different type of attack up front. Uh, and th- I, it is really great to see him back out there playing regularly. And, and I, maybe he's now starting fit. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what it is, but uh, I know Angelo's time is being marked if he keeps playing like he's been yeah. trying to. So Yeah. And and Brent comes in because literally the team had no other attacking options, right? They had a bunch of midfielders, but they were all, are you going to bring in Colin Martin to do that? And you certainly could have. You could have put a third guy in the midfield, maybe push... Gregush up right into a ten role. Have uh, um, Abu and Quintero playing as as as, as uh, strikers. Um, that could have been an option. Um, uh, like what they decided to do was really double down on the fact that they have these attacking fullbacks. Put them up as wingers so that you had Metonier and Calvo released to go forward. And I think that that was like a double down on the faith in Calvo, right? Because Calvo, uh, Calvo almost scored two goals in this game, right? He had two really good headers on goal. Right. And, and Calvo has that really good attacking sense. And so, okay, then you say, all right, we're going to put these uh, three center backs, release our fullbacks to be wingbacks and just go forward. It, I understood that decision because Mason Toy is still with uh, Madison right now. Um would Mason Toy have made the difference? I don't know. Is, 
No, I, I remember. Can you think of an alternative version? Rather think, than doing the three, five, two, whatever, whatever that was. No, I, I, th- I think the formation that they're playing in is the formation that they should stick with, right? I mean. But what, what in terms of the, the substitution they made, can you think of a better version? I know it's always Monday morning quarterbacking, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm biased. I like Eric. I think I think if you're gonna have someone that that is going to push up and go up Eric high, Miller? yeah, like I, I my my my, that, my, my, my idea or? my idea of, of 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 left backs and right backs is they push up and they become part of the offense enough to be able to serve a ball and then they track back and they kind of stay in that midfield the defensive area, but we there are left backs and our right backs like to pressure. And like to push up high, yeah. And and the thing is that they push up high, and some and the, and the, and then they don't track back in time, and so that leaves that big old open space for anyone yeah. just like boop, chip the I, ball over. I mean, I, I'm a. We all know on this podcast that I'm a big Eric Miller fan. I don't think Eric Miller would have provided enough of a spark to change. No, this game. but I. But I'm. But I'm saying if I want to play more of like a defensive minded person that almost someone someone who's gonna stay within that area, yeah. then that's why I would put. It, like if you wanna push push you if you wanna try, I mean we've tried Calvo center back, left back, heck, throw him in the midfield, right? See because apparently Thomas in this a friggin' game, striker at this point. Yeah. At, 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 in yeah. the, part of this game, that's where he was at most of the time. He was yeah. in that middle. So like if you want to figure out where And so put Eric as a left back yeah, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then and then I and then if Cabo Cabo play in the middle, see what he can do. Yeah. Like, I, I but can I see just that. I just don't understand That's a little bit weirder, but I, I mean I think the more simple options are why didn't you have Mason Toy there? Um but maybe you don't need two strikers on the bench. Um Maybe maybe it's just uh, like putting Grey Goose further up and putting Colin Martin in. I, I, I Colin ex- Martin I, uh, has, 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 like has his problems in his game, but like I think that you could have you could have added a bit more there. But. I think so. I think so. But I also I've out of these four games, out of um, I probably think that Grey Goose has only had one. Like decent standout game to me, and I don't know what my expectations are for Gagus. <laughs> he's not been to, bad though. He's not. He's been, no, he's, he's not been, been horrible, right. but he's not. He, I, I feel that he's 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 a, he is an eight, right? Yeah, and he's, he should be integrating himself into the offense, taking taking advantage of that space to be able to do that. But I, I just haven't been able to see that as much, and I don't know if it's just because he's trying to get used to it, and yeah. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because it's the first. First time, first time playing MLS and trying to get used to a new playing system, new style, new league, new everything. I will, I will give him the benefit of that. But I just, I, I would like to see more urgency from him and trying to get into the. Into he does the need to be third. more incisive. Yes, I think that he's been all right. He has not earned that DP status yet, right? Um, and because he's not a um technical DP like uh like Angelo costs less than Romario, right? But he's a DP because we used all the TAM money to get uh, uh, Romario. Gregush is, we spent what, 2.5 million on him. Like he is a DP. Okay. He needs to be an eight. That makes a real difference. He has not done that other than that. You know, he scored that good goal uh, against LA. Yes. The Gregush shots. He's been, I think B level just fine. Right. He has not been bad yet. He's, not, he's above average, right? He hasn't been great yet, but he hasn't been like yeah, above yeah. average. So we do need to see that from him, and 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 I hope that I like, would give him a C plus, but that's 
Okay, yeah. sure, whatever. You're a harsher grader than me. I'm. I'm. Uh, you're a lover. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm, a positive West. I, you're I'm Zen super West. Positivity. I, so, and, and, but the thing is that we're we're you know we're four games in. Yeah. Right? They're, so they're 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 past my expectations and point wise that I thought they would be. So. Yeah. Let's uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and do Twitter questions here. All right, here we are. It's a 55-1 podcast, and we're doing Twitter questions. Sean Goman says, my favorite parody Twitter is Boring James Milner. Do you know this account? Bore? Boring. It's just James Milner, like, tweeting really boring things. It's not actually James Milner. Oh, okay. But it's parody of him as a boring person. Can we think of some ideas for not parody, funny Minnesota United-related social media accounts? First of all, there's like literally a million parody social media accounts for Minnesota United, um, in, including the dank clouds. And, uh, and yeah, it feels like every week someone just decides to come up with a, an, another one. But he says... I, I like the one with a, the, Heath, the Heath parody account. That was pretty funny. Which is what? Uh, I forget. That, but there's one out there. Um, like if you tweet at them, they'll, they'll reply to you with some sort of like, Heath-esque response okay. in irony. So. so so Sean suggests uh, Michael Boxall posting pictures of boxes. Uh, I'd follow that is what I'm saying. <laughs> Someone make this because I don't have the time. So it's just, just Michael Boxall posting pictures of boxes. So I would take that. That that sounds great. So so like a parody account would be like if, if, if Chaco has his own account and just post pictures of, of Vito? Is that what? Oh man, picture Chaco is a great dog. I know, but like yeah. have him post pictures of his owners. Right? Yeah, no, like, that's hey, but that's the that's actually real and fun. I would actually wa- read that, but like in terms of parody, I don't know. Sean, you win it with that. <coughs> Other people can suggest stuff, but Stephen uh, Nelson says I despise watching Angelo play. I do not appreciate his style of play. Schieferdecker said, "Quote: Abu Dinladi or Romario should get starting at, uh, be starting at striker. Pray that he is correct." Which is the better option for the team, assuming full health? So let's we'll talk about Angelo in a minute, but let's say next week we're, we're playing uh, New York Red Bulls. It's uh, six to eight p.m. Uh, um, we will have it at the bar, and Woo-hoo! then like um, we have karaoke uh, Saturday night. Usually we don't have karaoke, so we'll have karaoke in the lounge starting at eight thirty nine. Uh, the lounge the, is a back room, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The dra- drag show that night is um, uh, lip service. It's one of the weirdest things. Apparently, they're doing like a 22-minute long uh, Grand Funk Railroad Wizard of Oz. Um, bizarre. Like, it wow. is weird as hell. Was that the one where they really had the... Fun. I've never the one with the sisters? Oh, that uh, that's like a, just a weirder... Th- no, I can't even explain that one. That but one it, was that was entertainingly... This one weird, is... Yes. This, uh, this is Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon is weird as hell. One of my favorite. Who's done... Barbara Gordon does the uh, Sonny and Cher... Where Sonny oh, jumps yes, out of yes, pregnant. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I've seen that, yes. So Barbara Gordon always has weird crap. So anyway, they're doing that that night. So, but, back to New York Red Bulls. Who would you rather start that game, Dinladi or uh, Romario Barra? Uh, Romario. Okay. Why? Because I'll disagree, but I want to hear why you say that. No, I, I think I think Romario is, is a has, has proven that he can... Be making those runs and, may, and and it's quick with the ball and dri- 
dribbles at defenders and at the goal. I mean, he's he's gotten those chances to score. He's not a hold up play like uh, like Angelo. So instead of trying to wait for the play to create, he tries to create it himself most of the times. Um, and I'm always concerned about you know how long can he last, right? And yeah. that's why we're bringing at Dunlady and Dun- until Dunlady can can prove. Yeah. By taking a hard tackle and not rolling, and like, I think that's what I w- I'd rather have him and then have Dunlady come in as my well, sub halfway uh, in. Against New New York Red Bulls, who are a, a super pressing team, I I'm I don't want Angelo to start for that reason because I view will kick the ball up to him. He will like try to hold the ball. He'll send it off to Darwin or whatever. The pressing will be too much. We won't ever get control of the ball. I would rather have us have Dunlady up top, Romario on the wing. You've got Finley to come in as a sub. So you would start um, both of them, right? So no, one- I'd have the double Ibarra. I'd have Dunlady up top. I want to see that, and I want to see them do it not as a, oh, just kick the ball long to him and he'll chase it. I want so to you see would them put Angelo that. as your backup? Or yeah, you call- as, a, as a backup. Okay. Angelo can come in late. I'd rather see that because I, I think that that high pressing will, will, and maybe I'm just stupid tactic, tactically here, but... So would you, at this point, I think that Andrew is actually worse in that situation. You, you, put, you prefer Rodriguez or Toy? Uh, Rodriguez. I, I, I don't, Toy's not ready, against, especially against New York Red Bulls, right? Toy needs time to develop. I've uh, like I want him to be great, but like I'm not going to throw him in against New York Red Bulls. Okay, fair. That I ask. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, so we let's go to the, all these questions about uh, Angelo, which is basically just we should just talk about Angelo. Um, Joel says, why is it better for Angelo to reverse bear hug his defender every time he's played the ball instead of checking back three feet toward him literally any pass? Strong seems more like lazy to me. We had like 30 people just tweet like, why does Angelo exist? Do you, <laughs> give me, do you, I can do the defense of Angelo unless you want to. Uh, go ahead. You I can. will. Angelo is in this Pablo Campos role to me where like you need someone to play this kind of rough role. Pablo was much more of a diver, which was a beautiful thing to watch. Um, that relieve can relieve pressure, right? It can, not just by holding up the ball, but like relieving pressure by winning a foul, right? Like, cause you post up, you do the bear hug. Oh, you get a foul. And, uh, and then, the team can reset and move a bit forward, right? Um, Angelo, again, like I, I'm saying this, like I want, I think it's because I, I'm so mad about Christian Ramirez still. So I want to still, not, I don't really? want to, I don't want to blame Angelo Rodriguez for it. So I'm like trying to find reasons to like him. I, I still think that he can play a certain role. If you've got three goal scoring midfielders behind him, you don't necessarily need a poacher. Um, or a, a Christian Ramirez, who's a, a goal-scoring striker, right? You, I can see, I can see the idea behind that. But at the end of the day, he has some just maybe the word is turdy, like times turdy. where he gets the ball. Like there was some time he got the ball in the box, and he basically just like he gets it. It's great, great pass to him. He holds it, does a great job bringing it down, and then he just like. It, it just like it's like a dingleberry, right? Just like it's still attached to his foot, and he just like tries to kick it, and it doesn't go anywhere. There's one time I'm remembering in the first half where he did that. Yeah, where well, like he would touch the ball, and then the defender touched it away from him, and yeah, he somehow and just, wanted to still get yeah, yeah couldn't and, get the ball, and I was and like, it was like 
oh, this was a great play. And then you just like turded it up. Um, I, I think that, um, look, we have to go with what we've got. Maybe it's, but we've got four strikers. Romario can play a striker. You've got Mason Toy. You've got Abu Dinlati, right? So Mason Toy, let's put in a lower category because like we, I, I think that he needs to develop. But Abu Dinlati has shown something. Romario has shown something. Rodriguez still keeps on getting the call when he's fit. And like, I don't see it. So I want to see it. I want him to blow my mind. Or I want him to say, just not blow my mind. He doesn't need to like score 15 goals, but like he's not doing it so far. I mean, it was obvious in this game that his role was to control the ball up top and then either serve it back to Darwin or serve it to someone who's making a run. But he wasn't because he only had one pass. He had, he had one, yeah, but he, but he was he passing. He complete it. Yeah, and that's what he's... And I get that he's a big body and I get that he's he only supposed won, to hold up the ball. One aerial duel, which yeah. is like... Christian Ramirez level of aerial duels, right? Like, yeah, and and I mean, you know, honestly, like, you know, like he's he's on my he's on my list of like, you know, you gotta you gotta show up and do something, or else, you know, you, you're playing yeah. your playing time is is gonna dwindle. And the more the Lottie gets in, the more opportunities he's creating, the more he's making an argument for himself to to get some more playing time. Now, yeah. um, now, what do you do with uh, Rodriguez? I think when you when you play, you know, a different team, not, not, you know, a different type of team that isn't high pressing, right? Uh, um, you know, then maybe you, you you take your chances and see what he can provide at the beginning or or what he can do as a switch. I just don't really know, like, with the fast play that we have with our, with our wingers and our attacking midfielders and all we those should people be a counterattacking should team. should be a counterattacking team, and I feel that he slows us down. That's yeah. by the way I feel it. Um, Dan Wade says, uh, is there any circumstance where Heath gets fired mid-season? If so, what does it take? We're apparently at these questions. This is the time well, of the season. What, four games now. in and we're already in here? <coughs> we should have taken like a, we should have done like predictions on that. Yeah. How many games in? Uh, I, mean, I thought I said six. Uh, we've but. talked about the Heath, Heath uh, thing. Look, um, you never want to make this decision unless you have a better option. And I don't ever get the sense that this team has looked at other options of coaches, which is maybe a good loyal thing of them. But like, um, I don't know. I mean, look, it's too early to say. We still have six points from four games. That's away. not that bad. Away. That's not that bad. But yeah, you need to always, uh, like if I owned a team, if I ran, ran a team, I would always have on your that football thought. manager, right? Yeah, if I I would always have the thought where like you know what would my if I did something who would it be? Just have that. You don't have to talk to them, but you should have that in your uh, mind because you're always going to fire managers every one to four years. You're going to fire a manager unless you are in Arsenal with Arsene Wenger, right? Like so, <laughs> like that. It's rare. You know what? That you you have know a, what we should do? We should send out a message to Mark Fangmeyer and just be like, listen. Go out there and start. Uh, Someone actually uh, mess like was like, uh, "Hey, what what uh, transfer rumors do you have?" And I was like, "Just talk to Mark Fangmeyer. He'll That's make right. something." That's right. He's up. a he's a he's a transfer uh, rumor. Steve yeah. Lindley says, "What's the weird perk of owning a bar? Free UV cake vodka samples? That would not be the weird uh, perk. The weird perk is that um, what's funny is I bartend every Wednesday now, um, and so uh, I think like the beer reps have like got under like." That, that's gotten out so like i'll bartend and bar- wednesday happy hour is really quiet and so like one day uh, it was like 
half the business was beer reps, like Loon Juice, Surly, Bang Brewery, another liquor company, all came in and they like kind of buy stuff. And I talked time. to them. No, at, at various times, and I kind of had to say like, <laughs> "Did you hey, feel dirty go when that with happens?" You're like, no, you're not at all, because they're buying like... buying liquor. And then I just go down and I, you know, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'll drink your beer." No, By the dude. way, if you ever come in and, 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 and I'm bartending. And I, I'll just, I'll like tell you if you order a surly while the surly guys are in there, they will pay for your surly. This is something David Zeller learned years ago. Really? So he, David Zeller knows. If oh, he's, he's gonna hate you if, now. No, leaving out his secrets. No, no, but like if you walk in and you see like two guys there in surly things, or you can just ask me and like whisper it in my ear. Oh, this guy's surly. Just order a surly. They'll pay for it. Just make sure you're near them when you pay. For, they'll be like, oh, I'll get this. That's like a, a secret, guys. Everyone should know this. Because I also... <laughs> so anyway... Um, we should make this early, guys. But you know, the weird, the weird perk is that like this last week, because I've met with so many new breweries, uh, Bang Brewery brought me like five uh, bombers to drink. And I was like, how can I drink all this? So I basically just like m- messaged all the Midway Wanderers people. And I was like, guys, I need help drinking all this beer. As long as you drink the beer and tell me... It let me sip from it and like so I can evaluate it. So we just had a bonfire on Friday and just drank all this free beer that I brought. So yeah, I'm disappointed in you. What? Because you weren't there. Yes, Midway Wanderers is a. You should be part of it. Are you not part of it? I don't even know what that is. Okay, if you live in Midway, you can message me. Oh, that's that's what it is. I live in Frogton. That's what it is. Oh my god. Yeah, it's discrimination against your Frogtown people. Toby Seisler says, does six points from five road games mean anything if we end the road trip with what is likely three consecutive losses, especially ones where we looked solid, sol- solidly outcoached? I don't think it's that bad. You know, it's not good. But I don't think we were solidly outcoached. Well, hmm, hmm. I don't think... The the three the two losses in a row were terrible losses, so I'm gonna say six points is still good from five games. Is that? I think six points from five games is 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 where what you should be aiming for. I mean, it's frustrating that um, we lost to New England uh, and gave them their first win of the season. Um, but uh, <laughs> overall, I think you know six points. Is, is six points. You take them as, as, as much as you can um, and then just get ready for the home opener and see if we can see if we can uh, get some points then. I think we'll have more perspective in May. You have to see what happens with the home games and that. Right now, uh, you can be frustrated, but like, don't be despondent. And this is like super West positivity there for you. Leo Spot says, so which of the one to three positions do we need to be better at? Who are the one to three guys we should bring in for those positions? Uh, we won't answer that question. Is it just <laughs> me or do we need a DP caliber midfielder to create? We do have a DP caliber midfielder to create the play so we don't have to rely on Minone's full field service for our attacking players to get any service. Uh, I, the first question is is one we could answer. One to three positions we could be better at. Left I wing, think center, left fullback, yeah. and we need. Another. I think that we we need Gregush to to step up one other step, and we need a backup for Ozzy. Yep. I so agree. I don't think we need to replace Gregush. No, I, I don't think, think so. That, we just need to. 
I don't know, kick him in the butt so he can move up and yeah. starts actually playing. But if you put sign, the fear of God in him to be urgent. If we had about two something. two players to sign, you would sell Calvo in the summer, get a left back, uh, and get a left midfielder, and maybe Romario. Wait, wait, wait. Be that. Is that is that is that what I hear? Is that Luis Advincula? Is that what I'm hearing in my ear? No. Wait, 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 wait. You're is not. that Dan is that even true? Uh, Dano says, with your history, I understand not answering this question, but I want to ask. It, to all the pods and writers, should Calvo be captain? Well, because no one from the team listens to this podcast, I, I won't answer that question on Twitter. I'll answer it here. Uh, Calvo should not be captain. Ozzy Alonso should be captain. Ike Parr should be captain. Those two should be captain, especially after this last week. I don't know if you... You probably don't. You probably agree with me on that. I think if, if there's someone that's captain, it's someone that has to be a leader on the field who's leading by example. And, and right not now, every... Time looking to the referee and be like offside, Ooh, offside. Yeah, that was his look when that when that when Brandon scored that goal he and like he turned around and looked at it and he couldn't believe that. it was an offside. I was like, oh my gosh, run, boy. Run. Kip Waxlin, this is the last question. What's the logic behind bringing in Coleman for Finley when you're down two to one in the 75th minute? Wouldn't Martin have been a better sub? I guess we actually talked about this. Yeah, we did. Do you understand the logic though? I I understand the logic. So I guess did did you like? At least think that that was an okay. Stra- you didn't prefer that strategy. No, I did not. But I understand that you know that you needed you you needed to be able to to change the the dynamic of it and 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 also Finley. You know, you're still trying to you get them back to the speed and get just to get them up to speed, get them get that fitness up. And so, nah, I don't I don't see Finley playing uh, full ninety until probably three more games. I think if yeah. he keeps keeps starting. So, so I I mean. I, I just don't think we had the depth in our bench to be able to get the right things in there. We could sure use Molino though. Yeah, we sure could. I need Molino. I mean, and if we had, and if we, and if, like you said, you mentioned before, like we had an Ibarra, uh, uh, that would have been a different choice. But yeah. we had to deal with what we had at the yeah. moment, and unfortunately, you know, that wasn't the best. So yeah. All right, this is the end of the podcast. I will see you all Saturday, six p.m. At Blackheart, thank you so much. Thanks, uh, Rodrigo. Uh, Eric never showed up. Yeah, still on the train somewhere. He's now in, like, He's in Saint Cloud. Wrong train. <laughs> uh, but, he's in Rochester. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. Uh, it's great to see you all. Talk to you all. Whatever. Listen to you all. Listen to me. You, hey, make uh, sure that you uh, that you fill out that survey and call Nate, that number again. Nate Pence six one two three zero eight one one two two. I literally have it memorized. Six one two. 308-1122 Pence Pencehomes.com Pence